Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome, everyone who has tuned in to Calvary Live. This is the call-in program where you, the listener, get to call in and ask questions about the Bible or Christian living or what's our reaction, our worldview biblically as Christians and all the things that are going on around us. So we invite you to call. You just heard that number, 303-690-3000. Is that call-in number? Grab one of those open lines. Uh, Grab it right away because the hour goes by fast. Sometimes the phone lines fill up, and I want to be able to get to everyone that we can or as as many people as we can today on today's program. Welcome. So glad that you've joined us here on Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley here in northern Colorado with you on this Tuesday. It's the 23rd of August, and whether it's evening or afternoon, wherever you're listening from, uh, we welcome you. And, of course, we have listeners from all over the country. We want to welcome those who are listening live today on Grace FM uh, along the Front Range in Colorado up into southern Wyoming. Uh, It is uh, perhaps a a time where uh, you're picking up kids from school, taking them to practice or Maybe you're taking a walk in the park or finishing up work. If you have opportunity to call me, give me a call. Love to encourage you, take you to the Word of God, pray with you. I know that some of you listening out there, you have prayer requests, and so it's a great opportunity for you to call in and receive prayer to be encouraged in the Scriptures. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. So welcome also all those who are listening Radio by Grace throughout the country on that large radio network. You two are listening live. So glad you have joined us uh, on our uh, Calvary Live uh, program and part of the Calvary Live family. Also want to welcome all those who are listening on live. You two are listening uh, live today, uh, whether it's on your computer, the Grace FM website, or maybe the mobile app on your, your device, your mobile device. I want to encourage all of you to download the Grace FM uh, app. It's free, and on the website it tells you how to do that, and it's a great resource for you to listen to Bible teaching, to uh, listen to Calvary Live, and so would encourage you to do that. So 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. There's another way for you to be able to get a hold of us, and that's through a dedicated text line. Is for texting only, 720 0897. And uh, as you text a question or a prayer request during this hour, as we have time, we will go to the text line. But really like to talk with you. I uh, really would like to uh, just uh, take you to the scriptures and, and be able to encourage you. This is such a unique program, a call in show. It's, it's more unique than lots and lots of call in programs that you hear on secular radio programs and stations, but this is where we get to talk about Jesus and the Word of God. So welcome, 303-690-3000, call-in number to text line 720-336-0897, 
and love to talk with you. want to also welcome all those who are listening on Hope FM, Truth FM on the East Coast and Higher Rock Radio in Idaho. You are a week delayed, and that simply means you get to call me uh, here. It's the 23rd of uh, August, and you will listen to it a week from today on your radio network. But give me a call, and I uh, always love to hear from you on the East Coast, from New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh you know, um, Maryland, uh, Baltimore, Philadelphia, those those large cities, uh, Tennessee. So glad that you're here with us. So 303-690-3000, the call-in number. Let's go to Alan in Fort Carson. Alan? Hello? Hi. Hey, Hello? Alan. Hey, you're on Calvary Hi. Live. Hi. Uh, hi, Pastor. Um, <laughs> I, had a, uh, I had a question for you. I... I believe we, we, we spoke a few times um, regarding yeah. my current work situation. Um, yes. And how, you know, tense it, it, it has been lately. Um, mostly, you know, because of the people that, I was, that I'm working with, you know. And um, right. uh, I just found out, um, or I think it was Friday, uh, that one of the head uh, HR supervisors in 10 Special Forces Group um, they were going to uh, help me transfer to a new place to work at, um, okay. which is, you know, it's great. Um, I'm, I'm very happy um, about Good. it. I think it's not only the thing that I want, but the thing that I need, and everyone's been telling me that I should try to go somewhere else, try to transfer, you know. Um, and I just spoke with my uh, first-line supervisor right now, and, um, you know, he... Because he oversees these these transfers, he wanted to first uh, talk to me, get my perspective on the, you know, on what work has been like, and you know, what I'm feeling, and um, and you know, he did that with my bosses as well, you know, like their perspective of my performance and whatnot. So overall, his recommendation of whether or not I should transfer is ultimately going to determine if I if I do transfer, you know. Um, right. And so I guess I'm just very nervous. I'm, I'm very anxious right now, and I have been for a long time now, but now I'm just very anxious about whether or not it's going to go through. Um, right. Because I, I don't know what I would do if, for whatever reason, um, he decided to say no, transferring would not be a good idea. Yeah. And, uh, and, I just, and, and I stayed here. You know, I just I don't know what I would do, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah, and right now you're in the middle of something that you don't know what the end's going to be right now. But this is where, you know, we've talked about this, Alan, and, you know, I I have been praying for you because you were very anxious. It was stressful, the duty that you had there at um, Fort Carson. But the Lord, um, as we've gone over and talked about some scripture, that be anxious for nothing but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God that passes understanding will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. It's such a, a, an important verse. And as you are praying, and as you're giving your supplication with thanksgiving, and you can be thankful, even as Paul would write to the church at Thessalonica, that we're to be thankful in all things. He doesn't say be thankful for all things. He said, be thankful in all things. And the reason that you can be thankful at this time, because we've gone to the Lord, and the Lord loves you, Alan, and he wants to work, and he knows what's best for you. 
And in the trials that we go through, even as we talked about, he wants to do work of growing you and maturing you and bringing to that place of trusting in him. And we can trust in the Lord, but I believe also he wants to do this, and this is the real key. He wants you to rest in him. And that can be the hard part for me. I, okay, Lord, I trust you that you're working, that you're going to open the doors that no one can shut. You're going to shut the doors that no one can open. But, Lord, I need the rest that you are working, that you're going to take care of me, that that you are going to, you know, work in my life for good uh, in this situation. And the Lord, in Romans chapter 8, when he says, you know, through Paul the Apostle, uh, Paul writes that, he promises to work all things for good for those who love him who are called according to his purpose. And his purpose is to conform us into the image of Jesus Christ. But he doesn't say that he's going to take the bad and make it good. He says that I'm going to work good in the bad. And the trust in that, that in this difficult season that you've been in, that's been very stressful and very difficult, that he's going to work good. And he's working right now. And just the rest in that that, Lord, I, I know I don't have to be anxious. I entrust you with my life. I entrust you with what's going on, and we're going to continue to pray for you. And I'm just going to pray that the Lord gives you that peace that that passes understanding. Because here's the thing. We get anxious when we want to have understanding in everything. We want to have understanding in what's going to happen a week from now, a month from now, six months from now. And the Lord is saying, I want you to come to me day by day, moment by moment. I want you to trust in me, and I want you to rest in me that I am working. And he's going to see you through, Alan. He's going to see you through. And he says, you don't have to be anxious. Over 300 times, he says, and I've heard numbers, and I haven't counted myself, um, but 365 times he says, don't be afraid. And I think that um, I like that number. I like to kind of sit on that number because that's a don't be afraid for every day of the year. And he's telling you, don't be afraid. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to guide you. He wants you to rest in him that he's working for your very best. So, Father, I thank you for Alan. I thank you for his service to our nation that uh, he's been able to call. And we've been praying for him. We continue to do that. And as things have been in place for him, perhaps for a transfer, um, for a new opportunity that, uh, Lord, that you would guide that, that you would be with those uh, the those who are making the decision, that they would, um, Lord, be guided by you, and that you would do what's best for Alan. You would help him, that you would um, just help him to have a peace that passes understanding, that he would rest in you, that you care for him, that he wouldn't be overwhelmed with anxiety, in fear, but Lord, to just look to you for that peace that he needs, the comfort that he needs, and Lord, the assurance that you love him and that you care for him as he cast his cares upon you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. I, I, I appreciate it. I really do. Um, I've, okay. I've actually, I actually have been getting a lot better at um the uh, anxiety. I, I kind of had a, a breakdown moment the other day where I just um, I didn't feel like I like I deserved anything that I had gotten, and I was very thankful, but also very I guess I guess ashamed um, that 
know, I'm asking, but you know, I'm asking, I'm asking, but he's not, but, you know, he's, and he keeps giving, but I'm not doing anything for him, you know. Yeah, and the thing is, he knows our frailty. He knows what we're but us, you know, and there have been times and seasons in my life where I was very much afraid. And, you know, I, I would hear the, the guy say, I'm not afraid of anything. You know, I'm strong in the Lord. And I think, well, you're a whole lot tougher than I am. But, you know, even David got afraid. Even Moses got afraid. Even Paul the Apostle got afraid. Because we see that when he was in Corinth that the Lord came and spoke to Paul and said, Paul, don't be afraid. Now, why would he say that to Paul? Because he was afraid. That's why. So at those seasons that we are afraid, we can find strength in the Lord. And he desires for us to call out to him. You know, David in Psalm 61 said, Hear my cry, O God, and attend to the, my prayer from the ends of the earth. Uh, I cry to you and my heart is overwhelmed. And when you are overwhelmed, Alan, you keep calling to him. When you feel like you're at the end of your world, you call to him because he wants us to. And he invites us to do that. And he's going to strengthen you and he's going to grow you. And and we're just going to continue to pray for you. So as I've given you that invitation, you call anytime. We'll continue to pray and just um, encourage you any way that we can. I I really do appreciate it. Um, thank you for your time, and thank you for praying for me. You bet, Alan. Thank you for your service, too. Hang on to the Lord. Okay, he's working. All right. You have a good one. Thank you again. You too, Alan. You bet. 303-690-3000 is the calling number. we got a couple open lines. The text line is 720-336-0897. We can become afraid, and a lot of people have been fearful, you know, over the last couple of years especially. I've talked to so many because of different reasons. It wasn't just the pandemic, but the economy, things going on in the world. And the Lord desires for us to cast our cares on him and our fears on him so he can strengthen us and he knows we're but us, and um, and we can be ministered to by the Lord as we do that. And uh, he desires for us uh, to take that fear and to give us courage, to take that anxiety and give us joy and peace that passes understanding. And that's a work that the Lord uh, does as we go to him, as we look to him, as we trust in him, and as we rest in him. Hey, got a couple open lines. Let me give you that call-in number again. Give me a call. love to talk with you. 303-690-3000, the call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. And that's for texting only. Be careful if you're texting. Be in a safe place. Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you on this Tuesday, the 23rd of August. Always so blessed to be with you and uh, talk with you and encourage you in uh, the things of the Lord. Let's go to John in Boulder. John. How are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for calling. You're on Calvary Live. I'm fine. Um, so is it sin to get hypnotized to quit smoking? Well, here's the thing. Where you want to be careful is is you don't want something to, to take over your mind. You know, I don't know exactly how hypnotism does that. I know some people, that they talk about using those methods and stuff. But I got a better suggestion for you, and that's the Holy Spirit of God. And as Paul would write to the Ephesians, uh, he would uh, say something very important to us. Um, He would say that, make sure that you walk circumspectly. That means carefully. Uh, Not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't be drunk with wine, which is the dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. 
And, you know, you're not talking about, um, you know, being filled with wine, but uh, wine, it affects your mind. It, you know, anything like that, uh, be filled with the Spirit is the emphasis that I want to give to you, that God can help you and will help you as you continue to call to him to help you quit smoking. And I know it's a very difficult, very, very difficult thing to do, being addicted to nicotine. It's it's a battle. It's It's hard. But a better suggestion is go to the Lord, call out to the Lord to ask him for the power to just quit this, this, you know, addiction, whether it's uh, smoking or anything else that, that people can be addicted with and keep your mind on him and your heart on him and keep calling out to him. Does that help? It, It does. I mean, but you know, so I did quit smoking for a while, 20 years ago. And then, you know what he says: If you let the demon back in, or if you sweep the place clean, it comes back seven times stronger. Well, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know those now more than ever. So I mean, yeah. yeah, those habits, those habits are hard, and you know, nicotine. I, you know, and but I do believe that the Lord can give you the power to do that. So I want to pray with you and for you right now, as Father. I pray for Johnny's. He he's got this addiction and smoking, and there's I'm sure those that are out there that have the same thing, and looking for answers. But I do know this that you are the answer, and that your spirit filling him, the Holy Spirit of God, that He would give John the power to be free from this addiction, to quit smoking, and Lord, when the urges are so strong that you would help him to just settle down. And Lord, to 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 not give in to the temptations, and Lord, um, that you would help him be free from this, um, that he would know that you care for him, you care for his health, that you would be with him. He wouldn't fill his mind with other things, but be wise, and that he would um, just be one that um, be filled with your Holy Spirit. That you would do that right now to give him the power to be free from smoking from nicotine, from that which can really, especially when you get to the end of the day and it's hard or during the time where you want a cigarette, um, just help him to to be able to be free from all of that. And we just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So that's a no on the hypnotist. I wouldn't go that way. Yeah, I wouldn't go that way. Yeah, you know, I... Keep praying, keep seeking the Lord, you know, and there may be some other things that you can do, you know, talk to your doctor about it, um, some more uh, sound things that you can do. Um, I, and I know that nicotine can be addicting because many, many years ago, a um, hundred years ago when I was in college, you know, I used to chew tobacco and that was tough and and that was hard. And, you know, everybody back then did that all, you know, I was in the school of forestry and all the guys and man, I tell you, that was a difficult journey, but the Lord strengthened me and he can strengthen you as well. So, you know, you can talk to your doctor and and see if he's got any practical things, but I'd stay away from that hypnotizing stuff. So. Okay. All right, John, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Hey, I'll be praying for you. Okay. Hey, we got all, all open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. So glad to be with you on this afternoon, evening, wherever you're at. Love to 
talk with you. Give me a call. Uh, uh, so glad that uh, you're listening, Radio by Grace, and uh, online, and, and Grace FM. You're listening live, and those of you who are listening on Hope and Truth FM as well. Love to hear from you guys. We've got plenty of time. Got all open lines right now. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And then also the text line is 720-336-0897 for texting. We'll go to the text line. We're waiting for the phones uh, to ring. So maybe you've been wanting to call. Maybe you've been wanting to uh, to you know ask a question and have been busy. This is a great time for you to be able to give me a call. Got a text message that says, My daughter says she put her faith and trust in Christ what he did on the cross for her, but does not want to go to church. It makes me question her understanding and heart for Christ. And I don't want her to hear from, um, you know, that which does not know her from him that does not know her. Anyway, she's asking for prayer for her daughter um, that says she knows Christ, but doesn't want to go to church. And sometimes I've heard that response too. I've heard Christians that say, hey, I'm a Christian, but I feel like I don't have to go to church. And it's not a matter they can't go to church. It's a matter of they don't want to go to church. And we know that the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, and we heard this verse a lot, especially during COVID, that don't forsake the assembly of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, especially as you see the day approaching. And it is very important that uh, we uh, are in fellowship with one another. So uh, I would encourage you um, be in fellowship. And one of the ways that the enemy can get to you, you know, in a more efficient way is to isolate you. That's what he wants to do. He wants you to be isolated away from the brethren, away from where there's a covering, away where there's strength in numbers, to be encouraged. It's so important that we're in fellowship. And so uh, we. it's important for us to um, tell our Christian friends, you don't want to isolate yourself from being with the brethren. Um, you know, again, it's not a matter that um, I I can't go to church or I can't be in fellowship with others for whatever reason. I just don't want to. I don't want to. And that's a direct violation of God's word. And fellowship with God is very important and fellowship with one another is very important. I believe, especially in the day in which we're living in, it's so important that we're in fellowship because the world will beat you up and the enemy will get you isolated, and he's looking to pounce on you. It's kind of like when, um, if you've ever gone to Yellowstone, uh, when I, my kids were young, and I've used this illustration before, we would go to the Lamar Valley, and that's where they introduced the wolves, and there's grizzly bears that are there, and we would go in the springtime. And if you ever watch the wolves there, or even the grizzlies that come out of their dens, and they're down all in the valley because the snow is still deep up, in the high country, and the elk are having their young, the bison are dropping their young, um, you see that they look for the one who's the weakest, the one who's isolated. And if you ever watch the pack of wolves um, chase a, you know elk around, they'll look for the one who ends up isolating himself from the herd, uh, the, the one who they can get to. And that's what the enemy does. He's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So that's why it's important to watch to be sober, to be vigilant, and to be uh, aware that the enemy will come after you. And so we want to be wise in the days in which we were living in. And the Lord, he gives us these commandments um, 
because he cares for us and he wants us to do well in the things of the Lord. I was reading from uh, Psalm 119. The, that's the longest uh, passage in uh, the uh, whole Bible, the longest chapter. And at the end of that 176 verses of Psalm 119, um, he says in verse 171, My lips shall utter praise, for you teach me your statutes. My tongue shall speak of your word, for all your commandments are righteous. Let your hand be my help, for I've chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your laws my delight. And he goes on and says, My soul shall live, it shall praise you. And I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandment. But the Lord wants us not to be strained, but he desires for us to be with others, the brethren. It's good for the brethren to dwell together in unity. In the wilderness wandering, the children of Israel, they were wandering in the wilderness, that the Amalekites would sneak up on the rear of those who were straggling behind, uh, lagging behind, and they would pick them off. And so be in fellowship, be in church. The Lord desires to do that work and desires for you to uh, just uh, be with the brethren where you can be encouraged, be prayed for, uh, be in a church where you can use your gifts, serve the Lord, so important in the days in which we're living in. So, yes, um, encourage your daughter to uh, be in church. And, Father, we do pray for this one. Her daughter says she's a believer but doesn't want to be in fellowship. And I just pray that you would touch her heart, that she would come to understand the importance of being in fellowship with other believers. And, Lord, that you guide her and help her and be with her. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. There is um, another text question. All lines are open. Hey, give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Should Christians send their kids to secular college? That's a good question. And my answer is that's between you and the Lord. But, you know, secular colleges today, I think we know the atmosphere of them, um, that there's a lot of darkness, deception is there. Listen, I've had three of my four kids go to secular college. I got my youngest that is there. What is important that, you know, if you're going to go to college to be a teacher or to be a nurse uh, if you're going to want to be a doctor, if you're going to want to be an engineer, you got to go to college. But the thing is, make sure that your kids are strong in the Lord. And that's why here at Calvary Chapel Greeley, that we make sure that we're teaching the kids when they're in middle school and high school. And the high schoolers are in the sanctuary learning. We want to get them grounded in the Word of God, even in the elementary that we have a curriculum to where they're learning the Word of God. They're learning at their level to get them grounded, and parents encourage them to be in the Word of God so they're strong when they go to college. Because if they're not, they'll go to college, and the first class, you know, few classes they have, the professor will blow them out of the water uh, with their philosophy and put your Bible aside, and it's not true, and that can happen. So we want to pray for our kids while they're in college. We wanted to encourage them to be strong in the Lord and keep praying for them as they're in the universities because it can be very toxic. Father, I do pray as the universities have started this week, and and some of us have kids that are in college, 
um, universities. Lord, we just pray that you keep them strong in you, their faith, that they would get involved in um, a church um, campus ministry to be with other believers, to be strengthened. And Lord, I just pray that your hand would be on them. In Jesus' name, amen. That's another reason why it's important to be in fellowship with one another, to, to be able to be encouraged. I got all open lines, so we're going to go to the break. You're going to hear the music, 303-690-3000, the call-in number. Give me a call, and and we've got plenty of time on the second half of the show. It's the only break that we have, so grab one of those open lines, 720-336-0897. It's the text line. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. So delighted to be with you. Give me a call. You just heard those numbers, how you can be a part of the program. Calvary Live is the call-in show where you, you can Ask questions about the Bible, about the Lord, uh, ask for prayer, uh, what's going on around us, what's our view as Christians, um, all about Christian living. Uh, we go to the scriptures, we talk about the Lord. It's an encouragement um, to you uh, is what the show is to be about. And it's to answer questions, certainly, but uh, we want to be an encouragement and a blessing as we converse with you. So we got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000, that call-in number. The text line, 720-336-0897. So give me a call. Love to talk with you. And Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you on this Tuesday afternoon, the 23rd of August. Uh, we find ourselves uh, as the uh, summer uh, season is coming to an end, um, as August comes to an end, school starts. There's a lot of activity, a lot of things going on. So I'd love to talk with you and pray with you. And so give me a call so we can um, just talk about the things of the Lord and be encouraged in every way. Uh, I, let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to line one, Gart. Yes. Gart. Hey, you're on Calvary Live. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, go ahead. I need that prayer from my friend. Uh-huh. And how can we pray for your friend? Um, she for, pray for her hip and her left hip and both ankles to be healed. And is Mary. Uh, absolutely. I, I'm glad you called, Gart. So, Father, we pray for Gart's friend. We just pray for Mary for healing for her hip and both ankles. Lord, you know what's going on. We just pray that... Um, that you would help her to gain the strength that she needs, that you would lessen the pain, that you would bring healing to the bones, to the muscles, um, every aspect from you know her waist down. And Lord, that uh, those who are treating her, that you would help them and give them wisdom. So Lord, we lift up Mary to you. We just pray that you would bring that healing and strength and comfort to her that she needs right now. We pray for your touch, and we know that you care for her. And thank you for guard and uh, calling in and wanting prayer for 
his friend, and I just pray to help Gart to be able to minister and encourage her in every way. And Lord, so we lift up Mary to you for healing, for your touch upon her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Gart. We'll be praying. That's why I called last night, but you want to hope you need an answer. Well, we could. Yeah, we go. Yeah, well, I'm glad you got through today. So you feel free to call and anytime and we'll we'll pick it up when we're here. God bless you. Okay, God, God bless you. Thanks for calling. 303-690-3000. Again, the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. I always encourage you to put those numbers into your contact, Calvary Live, and then you can just pull it up and you can give us a call or text us. Very easy to do, and um, and uh, so we repeat the numbers throughout the program. But I got plenty of time for you to call. We got a couple open lines. Let's go to Stephen in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Good afternoon, Hi, my brethren. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm better than I deserve. <laughs> yeah, God is merciful, isn't he? Amen. God is good. God is good. Well, thanks for taking my call from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I really appreciate it. You bet. Absolutely. Thanks for calling. Well, I guess my question was, in a world where there's so much confusion, and we, we know Satan's been trying to destroy God's Word even before the Garden, and there there's so many Bible versions out there and you know different manuscripts. Which one is correct? Uh, Proverbs 30 said that every word of God is pure. So I right. guess I'd like to ask you, out of all the Bible versions, which one is God's pure an infallible word that we can find today. Well, the Bible, you can do a study on it. And, you know, as you look at um, Bible translations, of course, the Bible was written in Hebrew and some Aramaic in the Old Testament. And then the New Testament, it was written in Greek. So the original letters, you know, epistles and gospel accounts, um, the books of the Old Testament, uh, the originals, of course, written like from Isaiah, Jeremiah, Daniel, them, those are, you know, the original perfect copies. So everything's been passed on along from there. And you can do a study, and I think you'll find how amazing it is that we can trust the scriptures in, you know, throughout the years being translated, uh, because what we do now is we translate it from the Hebrew into different languages, and over the years that have been translated, different manuscripts. The Old Testament, for example, uh, you've heard of the Dead Sea Scrolls, right? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with the Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, they have one scroll that they found, the whole entire book of the Book of Isaiah, and that was dated 200 B.C., and if you take the Book of Isaiah, they even have a program on your iPad that if you hold it up the Hebrew there, that it will translate it there uh, as it takes a picture of it into English in, uh, I can't remember what version, but pretty much what you read in your Bible is what that, you know, 2,200-year-old document is. We can owe the scribes um, very much a great deal of gratitude, and they're being careful in, you know, the the scriptures that they copied. The New Testament, you can do a study on, you know, the translations that come up were either with uh, the older manuscripts, I believe it's like the NIV uh, used the older manuscripts, uh, there was fewer, 
or there's yeah, the new King James, King James that use the manuscripts. That there was a whole lot of them, but I think that you know, for me, I'm not a Bible translation expert. I've used the new King James version for years. I trust it. Um, a lot of the scripture memory that I have in people in the church is from the new King James. And a lot of pastors use it. I know pastors that use the New King uh, or the King James. A, a good word-for-word word translation is what's important. Uh, the NIV, there's pastors that uh, believe in the NIV. There's, um, you know, Revised Standard Version, another word-for-word. Word. Um, there are many uh, Bible translations. So um, you can take a look at that. You can study and get the, you know, pluses and and minuses and pros and cons, and there's paper after paper written on them, what's the best translation. But, you know, I've trusted the New King James Version, and, you know, uh, people say, well, why don't you go to ESV, English Standard Version, uh, that's easier to understand that maybe pastors use today. Well, for me, hundreds of people would have to get a new Bible, and that includes me, so... Uh, I I like the new King James. I trust it, and I believe it's reliable. I, I understand. It definitely comes from some uh, better manuscripts, the Texas Receptus. Uh, I personally, in, in my research, I've researched so much, and I believe the King James Bible uh, uses the best manuscripts. And I do believe that um, other Bibles, such as the NIV, they're just corrupted, because my research, I found out that that same company that produces the NIV that publishes that also publishes the Satanic Bible. So that's why I ask, because we got to be careful out there, and Satan's been trying to corrupt God's Word even before the Garden. So um, I guess yeah. the, the New King James, I'd say, in my research, I think it's okay, but I just don't like how they removed first, second, and third persons, the, the these, the thous, and the yeas, and the ees. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I encourage everybody to continue to do some research. I, I appreciate that, that, that you said that, and I do hope that people will actually stick to God's Word, which is the King James, so all their Bibles have errors. Yeah, well, I'm not a King James-only kind of guy. Uh, I know some guys that are very, very smart and researched it, and they would say that they really think that the NIV is a better transcript. But, you know, that's what everybody's got to research and come up with their own conclusions. Yeah, I understand. So. I guess Thanks, my Steven. big problem is NIV uses popish manuscripts that were from the Vatican. As Christians, we stand against Roman Catholicism uh, because they believe you're, you're not saved by grace, it's grace and works. And so anything that comes from the Vatican obviously has to be corrupted. But the NIV actually okay. takes away so many verses, and they remove the word hell, and it's very watered down. I think it's very similar to the Jehovah's False Witness Bible. So I'd encourage you and your readers to get back to God's true well, and preserved and infallible Word, which is okay, the King James okay. Bible. That, that okay, Stephen. Okay, we're going we're going to move on. You know, I don't know if I go that far in saying that about the NIV. So, anyway, three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the call-in number. The text line seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. I got a friend who's a great. It's really smart guy, and he he really has researched it and um, really enjoys the NIV and has good reasons for it. So everybody's got to kind of make up their own mind and a lot of information out there. So, hey, let's go to Juan in Aurora. Juan? Hey, how are you? 
I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I don't know if Frank gave you the uh, the question that I that I asked I you, but anyway. You so, um, but the reason why I call is because I, you know, I just tuned in for the first time, and I heard mm-hmm. it was Calvary uh, Church uh, radio station, and mm-hmm. uh, I moved from Florida. I used to uh, be part of the. Um, I served for about twenty years in the Calvary Chapel for Lauderdale, which is a mega church, the largest church in, in Florida. Yeah. And uh, I I joined, uh, you know, Calvary Church in, in Aurora. I went for the first time, and right away I signed up to serve. But I was told I had to wait six months, even though uh-huh. I told them that, I, you know, I've been serving for 20 years. I just moved here, and then uh, they, they told me, no, just wait six months, and uh, no explanation. So my question actually was, uh, why, why they don't allow people to serve and... Uh, they have to wait six months. Well, that's something you have to ask them. You know, I can't right. answer for them that's in what, the leadership. That's what Frank said. Yeah, that's yeah. what Frank said. And so, you know, you can talk to them and stuff, but I'll I'll say this for Calvary Chapel Greeley, that also, you know, we just had on Sunday, we had uh, a serving in ministry uh, kind of mm-hmm. meeting to where we have the different tables set up for different ministries. We're always encouraging right. people to come in and and to serve, and we want people to serve, but we also have a waiting. Um, it's a little bit different than Aurora. When it comes to teaching in children in nursery with the kids and stuff, we ask for six months, and in other services, we ask for three months. But one of the reasons that we do that, uh, Juan, is because we want people to come and make sure that this is the church, their home church. Even if they came from another Calvary, you come from Calvary, Fort Lauderdale, which is a huge church, thousands upon thousands of people. But what we've experienced over time is that sometimes people will come from another Calvary, and then they come and they say, well, I really don't like this church, or it takes them a little while you know, to really get settled in. And so that's why you want to, and I think there's wisdom in that, to be able to sit and make sure that you can receive from the leadership that this is truly the church. Just because it's a Calvary chapel, does it automatically mean that it's going to be the church that God wants you to be at, to take the time when you move into a new community to be where God wants you to be? I am, you cut me open, I I will bleed Calvary chapel, okay? I am firmly, you know, believe in the Calvary chapel ministry, but I also know that people will come and they just need time to sort those things out, to sort them out, whether, you know, I can receive from the pastor, that I get to know the the leadership, that I can receive from them, um, to get to know the people um, and let the leadership get to know you a little bit. And it does take some time to do that, whether that's three months or whether that's six months. I think there's wisdom in that. And sometimes people don't like that. But I would encourage you, if that's your home church, to, you know, be able to talk to them, get in touch with the leadership, let them know uh, that you came from them, and they'll work with you. They want to encourage you. I know um, the leadership there at Calvary Church and Reward, they're wonderful, and they they want to encourage all the people that come um, to, you know, be able to continue to grow and learn and to use their gifts, but they will talk to you specifically about those things and the decision that you made and I think that that um, that um, you can do that, and, and 
I'll tell you what, I, I recommend the church, and it just takes a little time to get settled in to make sure that that's your home church. And um, some people, it's like, hey, this is my home church. I'm not going anywhere, you know, after a few months or something. But just, you know, just talk to them, and um, and I'm sure that they'll be able to just minister to you uh, those kinds of answers. So appreciate it, Juan. Appreciate it. So 303-690-3000 calling number, text line 720-336-0897. Let's see where we are at. Let's go to Robert in Colorado Springs. Hey, Robert. Robert, are you there? Hello? Hey, Robert. Hey, Robert. Is, Hello? Is this Robert? Is this Robert? Yes. Yeah. Hey, you're on Calvary Live. Thank hey, you for yeah, calling. How's it going today? Go ahead. Hey, so I was just calling about maybe getting some advice or uh, some verses or so about, like, basically how you can serve more and, you know, gain power through God and not, like, through the self. And, you know, basically, like, giving up your life or my life to serve where I need to go serve and specifically sort of, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so um, you're looking at just wanting to serve the Lord and um, just yeah, letting like, go the world more. Um, do you have yeah. a specific question, how you can better do that? What, you know, yeah, or just how prayer? I, how do I, like, yeah, okay. get let go of the worldly ways and, like, Maybe, you know, go do missionary stuff and things of the sort. Well, that's a good question because I think that, you know, the Lord desires for us. You know, Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will be added unto you. That as we seek him, Robert, as we grow in the word of God, as we're having a life of devotion and prayer and growing in the word, and just being filled with the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit plays a, you know, he plays a big part in that. And that's why it's important yeah. to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, because God does want to use us in these days. And for us to prioritize every area of our lives for the Lord. And as we seek the kingdom of God first, as we say, Lord, my life is not my own. Wherever you want me, whatever opportunities you give to me, how you're going to gift me, He's going to guide you in that area. And as you do, just make him the priority. All the other things will begin, you know, as we look at the light of his glory and grace, all those other things will just begin to not be the priority and have its grip on us. It's, you know, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Uh, John said we're not to have a love for the world. Um, It doesn't mean that we don't love people in the world. That's not what he's saying. But the worldly system and to say, Lord, I want to live for you, and I want to serve you, he's going to honor that prayer, uh, Robert, and he's going to guide you and direct you in where you are to serve, how you are to serve, and, um, and you know, the material things, whether you got a lot, whether you got a little, be a good steward of it and say, Lord, this is yours. That's the other thing, that, Lord, it isn't just mine, it's yours. So, Lord, I give it to you for you to just um, to take my life and do with it what you want. It's a wonderful prayer. So, Father, I just pray. I pray for Robert as he's desiring 
to just uh, let go of the world and material things and just more of you, that you would just guide him and direct him, that be that voice behind him saying, this is the way, walk in it, that, Lord, you're going to honor that prayer, and that as he keeps you the priority over every, every area of his life, whether it's his job, the materials, what he has, his service to you, that, Lord, that you would just do that work in him, fill him with your spirit, grow him, Lord, mature him in your word, and, Lord, guide him in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thanks, Robert. Amen. Just Thanks Hey, so he's going he's gonna to get you where you need to be. And always remember this, that there's always preparation, and then he's going to, to use you. And just let him grow you and prepare you for what he has, and you can rest in that. And the promise is that, that he'll perfect that which concerns me, is what the psalmist would write in the book of Psalms. I believe it's David. And then also that being confident this very thing, that he has begun a good work in you, will bring it to completion. You know, the Lord wants to use you. And one of the things that that I've rested in is, Lord, you're going to do that work through me as I just yield to you, and as I just trust in you, and I just rest in you. You'll get me where I need to be. You'll work through me, not because of me, but in spite of me. And it's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And that's true for us today. So God bless you. He's He's going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think as you just keep your eyes on him. All right. appreciate it. You bet, Robert. Thanks, Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Todd in Aurora. Hey, Todd. Hey, hey Pastor Jeff. Um, I don't have such good news right now, but... Um, my dad in uh, Prescott, Arizona, just had a heart, a severe um, stroke, and he's been flown on a helicopter to Phoenix, and he should be landing there in Phoenix right now. And my mom just called me and said that she's driving from Prescott to Phoenix to okay. join him at the hospital. So I just um, need prayer and Absolutely. And uh, guidance. And um, I'm just I'm so, really shook I'm so up sorry. about it. Yeah. Father, I pray for Todd right now. I pray that you would just help him right now. As his father has had a stroke, that he's being airlifted to a hospital. We know it's serious. I pray that you would just, he would be in your care, in your hand. That you would be with Todd's mother as she's driving from Prescott over to Phoenix. That you would just keep her safe, um, help her to focus. Lord, help her bring the comfort she needs, the strength and the wisdom that she needs. Lord, I pray that you be with Todd right now. That he's shaking up by this news that, Lord, that uh, you would be with him. And, Lord, that um, you would just cover him with your love and with a peace in his heart. And, Lord, we lift up his father to you. We just pray that you be with the medical team right now that's ministering to him and working on him. We pray for your touch upon him. We pray for a recovery. We pray for a miracle right now. We just pray that you would do that work. And, and Lord, the, 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 the days ahead, the hours ahead, Lord, that you give wisdom, that you give strength, that you would work 
that they, Todd and his mom would, and dad, would perceive your presence. So, Lord, we just commit all this to you for you to work. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Todd, yeah, I'm going to be praying. Then when my mom called me, that's immediately what I did. I said, Mom, we need to pray. We need to yeah, pray we... right now. So I prayed with my mom, and uh, Good. Um, I told uh, uh, my other daughters that their grandfather's in the hospital, and okay. and um, they have great-great-granddaughters and a you know, great-grandson. And, wow. Um, uh, I'm a... a I go to Calvary Aurora, and I can't say how much I love my church family and and uh, yeah. the blessings and the grace and the mercy that I've received over the four years that I've been going there. And yeah. um, it's as I always say, it's faith over fear. Faith yeah. in the power of prayer is a very powerful thing. And I'm yeah. just saying it as a witness to the li- listeners that faith conquers all fear. So, yeah. and we're you know um, you got a church. I know that the pastoral staff and the people that are going to be praying for you. You know, as you reach out to them, they're a loving church. I love that church. You know, um, and the leadership and um, they they are going to take good care of you and you know, just praying for you and encouraging you. And we're going to be praying for your dad as well. So um, I'm sorry that you guys are going through this, but um, we're just going to keep praying that the Lord shows himself strong on your behalf, Todd. Yeah. And that caller that called, you know, he was wondering what he, how he should serve and stuff like that. And I heard the other caller and Mm. it's so simple. It's just the power of prayer, having that faith. Yeah. And receiving just, God's humility, humbleness, and his compassion, and his yeah. love, and his understanding. And he yeah. will always be with you. Yeah, so he always is. I just hey, wanted Todd. to say that to the listeners, and thank you for everything. You bet, Todd. We'll be praying, okay? All right, thank you. You Bye. bet. Hey, let's, let's go to Ken and Parker before the end of the hour. Ken? Ken, are you there? Hey. Yeah, can you hear hey, me? Hey, Ken. Yeah, I can. You're hey. on Calvary Live. Okay. Hey, well, actually, it's Kent. Hey, you remember me? Hey. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how you doing, Pastor Jeff? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. We, I'm living in Parker, and I actually, I go I go to Southeast Christian in Parker, actually, now. So. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, I just wanted to... Say hello and and ask you uh, for prayers for Crystal. Um, uh-huh. she, she's having she had heart surgery a couple of months ago. I'm just praying she's going to get tested again. Just praying that uh, she had some repair a repair done on her heart because she had some irregular heartbeat going on when she had uh-huh. she actually had hernia she had hernia surgery she had hernia hernia surgery about three months or so ago, and then uh, they found during the surgery they realized she was having some heart problems. Um, so okay. then, uh, they went in and they found some, um, we did some repairs and cauterized some of the areas of her heart and she's supposed to get tested this week. Um, get her testing done on her heart again. I'm just, uh, just one of prayers for her that the testing goes Absolutely. well, so okay. she doesn't have to have surgery again. So father, we do, 
I just thank you for Kent calling and Crystal. Uh, Lord, I just pray that as she gets tested, that she wouldn't have to go further surgery uh, with her heart, that the test would come back, be negative for any problems, but Lord, that you would touch her, that you'd minister to her, that you just be with Kent, help him to minister to his daughter. I pray for healing. I pray for strength. I thank you that um, that the the previous surgery has gone well, but Lord, I pray there's no more complications. So just touch her body, touch her heart, bring healing to her, strength to her. Be with Ken as he ministers to his daughter. Lord, we pray for a good report. We pray for your healing touch upon her, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, Amen. Ken, thanks for, thanks for calling. Keep me updated, okay? Oh, oh, you betcha. Yeah, God bless you. Okay, Ken, God bless you. Hey, we're at the end of the show. We, you know, a lot of people need prayer. Uh, again, I, I think that uh, to remind you is, um, you, you know, this is a great opportunity for you to be prayed for um, on Calvary Live as it comes on during the week with various pastors. So glad to be with you. Um, to be a, a, a part of a church and a body of believers that can pray for you as well, encourage you. Um, it's such a tremendous blessing. You see, we have something that the world doesn't have. And the world can pass along good thoughts, you know, good karma, all that terms that you use. We are able to go to the true and the living God who cares for us and loves us and to be able to, to give our requests to him. So God bless you. It's good to be with you today. Thank you, everybody who's called in. And keep close to the Lord. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.